You know what time it is. It is time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. How's it going? How's good. it going? It's so great to be with you. Oh, it's so you know, good to be with you. We've lived our whole life based on this idea that it's not what you know, but who you know. You know, it kind of started in business yep. early in our, our 20s. And I really relied on the fact of, hey, I don't have to know everything. I just need to know the people who've already done it. Mm-hmm. In, a, in whatever the area was, whatever we were trying to do, like who's already done that, run an event, done a meeting, you know, whatever the thing was. And then, and then just listen to the expert, mm-hmm. you know, on, on that area. And it's, it's, it served us well in lots of, in marriage, yep. you know, we came from, I had a lot of destructive, you know, relationships, my family and, and a lot of, of not, not so good marriages. And so it was like, who's doing it well. And just like, mm-hmm. take, take from them. There's almost no area that I can think that is is easier to duplicate somebody's knowledge and information than it comes to finances when you've got somebody with two PhDs that you That's can right. lean on and extract. But we've known you for 25 years and, uh, you know, trust you, you know, completely. And we're in such crazy times. And it's overwhelming unless you spend all of your time. You know, you go to the computer store and you're overwhelmed. Like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. You get your car fixed. You try to pretend, you know, that so you don't end up buying blinker fluid or something you're taking advantage <laughs> of. You got to kind of know. But, you know, you're buying a, a diamond or jewelry. I don't know what the cut of something is. You right. know, you, you end up in all these areas right. and they're outside of what your field of expertise is. And you have to have some. I'm just mm-hmm. so thankful, honestly, that the listeners of this show, that we personally, our family, our parents, mm-hmm. like literally everybody that, that we know, has access to you and all of your years of preparation for this moment of time. Yep. We've got a Joe Biden. You got the intentionally doing a a, a, a pre-calculated demolition of our entire economy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, how do we navigate this? Because he could have got by in the 90s, all right, or different times. But how do we navigate this moment? Mm-hmm. It's huge. And have you interpreting what's going on? Right. Well, thank you so much for that. I mean, wow, those words are so kind and uh, really. It is. We thank we thank God for you. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's it's an honor to really work with you and and help everybody in Flyover Nation. It's it's awesome because we are busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are inundated with people that call in and like I've told before on 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 other shows of yours, people are gripped with fear. They're yep. paralyzed by it, um, and you can truly hear a smile on the mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. And and by the time we're done with our initial consultation, um, which is free, right? Yep. Just talk to people, find out what their what their goals are, what their mm-hmm. dreams are, what they want to accomplish, what could it put a smile on their face? It puts a smile on their face. And that's that's a blessing to me. It's really awesome. It's huge. It's a relief, I think, for a lot of people because there's a lot of fear out there. Like you said right now, it's like, what are we going to do? You see everything that's going on in the economy. You see what is happening with the dollar. It's like, what am I going to do? How am I going to protect myself? And then when you do talk to you, it's like, okay, there are options. It's not for just, not just safeguarding what I have, but there are options where there, this transference of wealth, I could see how that could actually happen. Oh, absolutely. It can. I mean, when, when you've got wars and rumors of wars, when you've got conflict in Russia and Ukraine and inflationary prices and families are making a hard decision of should we pay a rent or should we yeah. feed our yeah. family, right? And, and you've got interest rates that are going up. And, and sadly, most of America um, doesn't live like a, a biblically centered life when it comes to finances, because mm-hmm. if you had no debt, right? Proverbs tells us a borrower is a slave to the lender, right? Yep. If you had no debt, then rising interest rates wouldn't affect you directly, right? Mm-hmm. But 
because we're consumed by debt, we're up to our eyeballs in it at the individual level, municipal level, state level, mm-hmm. federal level, corporate level. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. debt everywhere. And then on top of debt, the big banks have derivatives debt, which is leverage debt. I mean, it's just interest rates don't have to rise very much yep. to actually really make an impact. But there's things that you can do um, to actually take advantage of this yes. situation. We can't, we can't change it. I mean, people are living in fear of all of this thing. They're living in fear of running out of money. They're living in mm-hmm. fear of falling off bicycles. Exactly. <laughs> When the, most, hey, when the most powerful person in the world falls off a bike, here's okay. I'm an investment guy. Here's a tip for you. I think training wheels might be a really good investment because everybody's going to want them now, right? Yeah, oh, I got to ask you a question: so Is true. understanding economics as easy as ride a bike? Is it? It's easier. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently, riding a bike is not as, as, as easy as it appears. Evidently, riding a bike isn't that easy. But but no. But no, I try to make economics really easy. And I know I'm, I'm being silly here, but, but the, what's going on with the economy isn't silly. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's in fact impacting every American yeah. people all over the globe because what, what's coming up is, is a global economic slowdown. Oh, thanks, Colton, for putting that up there. So, so here's where what, what I think we need to talk about market-wise the stock market is is basically goes up or down based on future expectations, mm-hmm. right? So it, let's just say, David and Stacey, you wanted to provide for your retirement and you want to invest in the stock market. You're going to pick companies that you think are going to do well in the future, right? You're not going to pick something sure. that you think is going to go down. So you'll, you'll pick something like Tesla because, oh, with, with gas prices going through the roof, um, you're going to want an electric car, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. gas prices involved in that. Well, okay, even the owner of Tesla, Elon Musk, is, is laying off 10,000 people. Crazy. Uh, I mean, that's 100,000 people. He's laying off 10% yep. of his workforce. But why? Wouldn't people want an electric car if the prices of gas are, have doubled since Biden occupied the, the White House, right? Well, yes, yep. that makes sense. However, he knows, because he's a smart business guy, that people aren't going to be able to afford Can't his expensive cars, yep. right? Exactly. Because this is what happens when we're shackled and consumed by debt. Mm-hmm. When, when um, interest rates go up, all of your debt service goes up. When interest rates go up, you're not going to be able to spend as much because you have too much credit card payments, house payments, home equity lines, car payments, every payment under the sun. Um, And Biden decides, well, government revenues are kind of coming down. So why don't we raise taxes to raise revenues? Okay, that's silly. When you when you talk to Art Laffer or read his stuff, the Laffer curve talks about ultimately Governments make revenue if people have disposable income mm-hmm. because they could raise taxes. And if people have extra money in their in their wallet, it's like, I'm still going to spend because even with raising taxes, I still have money left over at the end of the month. Right. Sure. But at some point you hit critical mass, yeah. mm-hmm. which is where we are. And then when you raise <clears throat> taxes, people are already past the point of no return and they slow down their spending because mm-hmm. they have to. Yep. This is where we are with the government. This is why Biden's policies of taxation are so horrible because mm-hmm. it's actually going to reduce government revenue when they raise taxes because the people can't afford it already. Yep. So 
you've got that going on. Yes, the mm-hmm. laugher curve. I mean, that might not make sense to anybody, but what what it says, except for an economist. Yep. <laughs> so what it says is when when people have money, raising taxes increases revenue. When people run out of money, when you raise taxes, it lowers their bottom line. They spend mm-hmm. less and governments yep. actually make less money. Wait, and, yep. and people that's, are are adjusting right. and spending less. Anybody that's carrying carrying a debt on a credit card, mm-hmm. the interest rates are going up. Um, spoke with Aaron Antis. Uh, he owns Shaw Homes in Oklahoma. It's the largest home builder in the state of Oklahoma. He said literally literally everything stopped pretty much on new apps when they, they raised interest rates, mm-hmm. you know, three quarters of a point uh, last week. He said literally just stopped. Um, what are they going to do with salespeople? All this kind of mm-hmm. thing. He says that the orders on new homes is like came to, it was like ripping. And then it's like, room because, you know, people are looking at like, okay, I, I can afford this much right. per month. You know, maybe now is not a good time to buy because now I get like a third of the house because yep. my payment, you know, is fixed, but I can't afford you know what it is with this new interest rate, um, and and then people that have money aren't aren't spending it; they're holding on to it. We advise everybody on this show and everybody I personally talk to, like my my line: "This is not a time to buy jet skis. It's summer. You want to buy jet skis? Don't, don't do it. Do it. Don't do it. Liquidate anything you've got. Mm-hmm. If you got a motorcycle in the garage, you don't drive anymore. Get rid of it. Like get rid of stuff. Throw it off the ship. Mm-hmm. This is the time to to get lean." And mean and 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 be able to survive this thing. Mm-hmm. And people that that have some wealth. I was reading an article uh, a couple of days ago. They're saying the the price of of uh, Swiss watches and things are going up because people are buying that as a store value mm-hmm. as well. You know, and not not to wear them. They're people that have extra income. They're pulling it out of the stock market. But what I do you know, with this cash, they don't put it in a shoebox. I got to put the cash. So they're somewhere because the sure cash is going down and then other they're buying options. silver gold they're buying you know just right. assets that are stores of value but even like rolexes and submariners and things like that they're they're buying those because they're going to continue to appreciate in value but it gets it out of the dollar the dollar. Cr- the dollar crashing right i mean china's getting out of their currency their their chinese billionaires are buying like ski resorts in america office buildings manhattan property mm-hmm. at countries that that have gone to the excessive limits of debt where their currencies are now correcting where banks are actually limiting capital outflow to people who need it the 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 wise in those countries are getting out of that currency right yeah it's happening in china it's happening in america it's happening japan and this mm-hmm. is why people yeah in japan people go to tangible assets yep whether you're ultra wealthy and you're buying ski resorts or you know or you're just buying or you're like really wealthy and you're mm-hmm. buying penthouses in New York, or whether you're a normal person. And you're like trying us. to buy some skis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, bu- you're buying you're silver. No, I mean, skis will go down in value, David. <laughs> so skis will always go downhill. Go like, like what we do when we buy silver and when we buy gold, it's a thing. And things will all go up with inflation, right? Because like we started the show, markets are a perception of future expectations. So... Mm. What are the future expectations governing the world? Well, people are on the left are starting to eat their own, mm-hmm. right? So you look at you look at at Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs basically says, "Hey, we we've got a problem here moving forward, and uh, the economy is heading. Probability of a recession globally is is going up." Okay, <laughs> you're like duh. Stupid- <laughs> yeah, it is a duh comment. Stacey, it's the stupidest comment I think I've ever seen from somebody that's head of one of the largest banks in the world, right? right? Okay, the probability is 100% right now. <laughs> exactly. Because we are in a recession. Yep. Right, but here's the thing. 
they can't blame the recession on their own policies, which is what caused it. They're all blaming it on Putin. Yeah. So so the World Bank, David Malpass, president of the World Bank, blames it on Putin. Biden blamed it on Putin. Um, Chairman of the Federal Reserve Powell blamed it on Putin. The head of the IMF blamed it on Putin. It's like, mm-hmm. stop blaming Putin. Inflation right. was there before Putin, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, now, I'm not saying that he didn't add to it. He did. When when you've got uh, embargoes on, on exports of oil and their fourth largest producer of oil in the world, yeah, it causes gas prices and oil prices to go up. When they're a large producer of agricultural products, it's going to cause food inflation, right? However, we had inflation before that yeah. because of yeah. their unrelenting printing of money to pay people to stay home rather than creating jobs mm-hmm. to provide stimulus for infrastructure bills and build back better programs and everything else under the sun that causes inflation that is inflation yeah but but they can't say that it was their fault right. so who wouldn't want to blame putin right yeah. i mean i guess it's a logical excuse yeah but but this is, this is where we are so the head of the of the Goldman Sachs says we've got inflation moving forward and uh, we expect countries to actually experience a recession. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. they already are. Then you've got 80% of the world's economists are now saying that the, the, yeah, we're long-term risk for stagflation. So what's stagflation? Two words put together into one stagnant economy, which is a recession Mm-hmm. People, mom and pops not working, not hiring people, not spending money, causes stock markets to come right. down, causes yep. real estate to come down. But yet, inflation is rising prices. That's inflation. That's the second half of the word. So, it's the worst, most toxic of all possible combinations. Fewer people working and paying money so they have less to spend while prices are going up, right? This is what we've got. So, when you look back at the Great Depression, that was a deflationary depression because they didn't have a printing press, mm-hmm. you know, so really to the, to speak of. So back then merchants would lower prices to stimulate people to buy. And that kind of got them out of the great depression over time. Today, it's completely different. They don't look at it like that. They say, yeah, we got a printing press kind of like the movie field of dreams, build it and they will come. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, so print money and people will spend it, but that printing money causes inflation so they've got the worst of all possible combinations. People aren't working mm-hmm. because of their own stupid policies during COVID. And then their own stupid policies of printing money, thinking that'll stimulate the economy, causes prices to rise. They can't blame themselves, though. So they have to blame somebody like Putin. Mm-hmm. So how do you fix it? Right. That's how the do question. You, and, well, and even, they even fi- you fix that, that's one thing. But how can people individually take care of their, their families? Yeah. I, I'm mostly concerned with people approaching retirement, even if they're in their 50s. It's like, man, they have put a lifetime into preparing for an eventual retirement that if they don't yeah. make adjustments, isn't going to come. Right. It won't. Well, it'll. Yeah. Retirement. Won't. The, the age will come, mm-hmm. but but they're they're nesting. The mm-hmm. but, but actually being able to kind of rest mm-hmm. won't come. They're getting by. Yeah. But but you don't have to worry about that if you have. If you use the biblical wisdom and knowledge and discernment and understanding that God has given us, that he created us with, he created us to thrive and not survive, right? So if we identify the trends, what goes up when everything else is coming down? Like what causes a stock market to come down? Unsustainable debt, inflationary pressures, rising interest rates, rising taxes, geopolitical conflict. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
That's what causes the stock market to come down. Every single one of those things causes gold and silver to go up. So mm-hmm. here you go. It's like, don't be afraid because the stock market is going down. Be thankful that there's something else that goes right. up during that time, right? So it doesn't matter what we're in. I mean, we I could I could recommend stocks. I don't care. We can still do them, but I won't. I wouldn't touch them with a bajillion foot pole, and that's a really long that's pole. That's a long right? pole. I would I would billion. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's a real number, but it sounded good. So <laughs> Sounds I used big. It. Yeah. So but but what causes the stock market to go down causes gold and silver to go up because it's a thing and and things respond well to inflation. So Mm -hmm. here's what I want to leave with everybody is invest as much as you can. I mean, does, does that sound like wise advice? Technically not because everyone says, Oh, you got to diversify, right? Mm -hmm. But you could diversify in 20 different Titanics and they all sink and diversification does, you no good, right? Safety doesn't come with diversification. Safety comes from being in the right place at the right time, Mm -hmm. right? And so once we identify these trends and the fundamentals that cause those trends, I can put these puzzle pieces together of politics and economics and social trends, and it paints a picture, right? Once you put the puzzle pieces together, you start to see a picture mm-hmm. of what we should get out of and what you should go into. And and I'm not saying gold and silver, the greatest thing since sliced bread, it's not going to be the last investment that you ever have. It's just the best investment for right now to navigate through this transitory economy where everything's falling apart because of inflation and rising taxes and geopolitical conflict, go into gold and silver, but specifically silver because mm-hmm. it's outperforming gold. That's the only reason, right? It's not that I like silver better than gold. It's just performing better. So I like it better because they're equally as safe, mm-hmm. but you got stock. It's not. No, so you got, got to uh, get out. One, one ounce, right. one ounce silver coin here, you know, I look at like every single increment of say 25 bucks as somebody as you get, you know, an ounce of silver for $25 or whatever the, the, the price is at, at any given moment, you know, it, it, and again, I use that motorcycle example. Somebody's got something, a, a second lawnmower, you could fix mm-hmm. it and sell it. Like, you know, if somebody's had a thousand dollars, you know, they're not talking about a lot, just get something out of the fiat currency and into something that that you can touch. It's not a, a, a bazillion dollar investment. That's not like buying a, a ski resort or something, but it's going to appreciate. Now you got something that's hedging against the craziness. That's exactly right. You can actually go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page. There's videos, all kinds of great information. But when you scroll down to the bottom, you can fill out your information. When you do that, it sets you up for a free consultation where someone from Dr. Kirk's team will give you a call. They'll answer your questions. They'll find out what you need to do, help you through that process. They walk you through that process. You can also call 720-605-3900. Again, 720-605-3900. And these guys will take care of you. They sell ounces, not crazy stories. This didn't come from some shipwreck, and I'm paying four times the value for it. You're going to get the best best Mm -hmm. dollar per ounce possibility. And then there's no fee when you get back out of it and turn it into something else. So you're in the best possible situation. Make sure that you make a wise choice. Again, if, if you're not getting silver, then get plywood. Go buy nails. Something tangible. Get something. Go buy right. ammo. Go buy ammo. We bought some ammo this mm-hmm. weekend. I'm like, you know. Buy we, hamburger. We talked to a lady the other day. She said, yeah. She goes, I had I, I bought all this hydroxychloric when she was trading it to somebody else for ammo. I'm like, well, you know, that's, yep. that might Bartering. be a, a glimpse of the future. But you have to have mm-hmm. something that people want. And it's probably not going to be green U.S. dollars. And so get something. Silver just happens to be something you can measure, quantify. And it's biblical. It's been around for a long time. It's going to be worth something. 
Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Kirk. We really appreciate it. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.